What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are tuned in to Season 4, Episode 1 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio by myself. Along with me, got my partners in crime. We got the Bay Area Terror, Des. What's going on, brother? Not much, my friend. Uh, it's great to be here in the new year, talking to all you fine people. Um, thank you so much for joining us um, every time we do this. I'm glad to have you here. All right. And we also got along along with us, we've got the Food Max of Gaming who will help maximize your gaming dollar, otherwise known as Trader Joe. What's going on, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you for all you serenade me with those dulcet tones. <laughs> oh, God. Every episode, and I appreciate it, man. I want to take you out for karaoke. <laughs> no, that requires obscene amounts of alcohol before I stand up in front of strangers <laughs> and start singing. <laughs> there you go. Just, just keeping it a buck, as the young folks say. Um, Everything's good, though. No, I'm happy with the new year and everything's... Uh, I haven't been at work. I'm a government employee. I haven't been to work since, like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Like December twenty second or something, so I'm very much relaxed. So. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, I just got a text from my job. I might be joining you, so <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how that's going to work out, but uh, we'll, we'll to hang see. out. We'll, we'll have to go brown bag it and sit in the park somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone work anymore? Yeesh. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bunch of bums. Hey, uh, real real quick before we get on with our, with the show, did anybody do anything uh, special for New Year? Since this is the this is the first recorded show of 2019, so did you guys do anything special for New Year's? I did not. I mean, I went to a friend's house and we watched a couple of movies and stuff, but that was pretty much it. I mean, it was it was very it's very chill, and I liked that. You know, it's very very chill. Mm-hmm. Cool. I spent New Year's in the tower in Destiny 2, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much uh, what I was up to during that point in time. I, uh, I don't, I've never been a big New Year's guy. I thought about going out, but it's like uh, my dad's always said, it's like all when the amateur drinkers like come out to play, it's like... There you go. <laughs> Back, my dad was at a New Year's Eve uh, event, and someone wound up getting pissed off because someone uh, kissed someone when the ball dropped at midnight, and wound up shooting the guy that kissed the girl <laughs> that he was interested in. So, mm. yeah, mm. So, wow, not, not exactly, you know, a good thing to talk and pass along. I mean, to your, it your was son. the old west when your dad was a kid, so. <laughs> yeah, so. probably. <laughs> like south side of Chicago, west. but, you know, probably <laughs> the same thing. So. Wow. Oh, gosh. Well, I didn't do, I didn't do anything either. In fact, Joe, I think we, we spent some time in the tower as well, uh, along, uh, I spent some time on the tower along with you, so. Yeah. Uh, pretty much stayed at home, didn't do much either, um, just hoped, uh, Hoped and prayed that no bullets fell through my my uh, went through my roof, right? And Oof. thankfully none did. Oh, you 
Yeah, we do get me, the uh, playing doggy counselor with all the gunshots going. Oh on, man, so. oh man, yeah. Although all those uh, those responsible gun owners out there, with you know, not realizing that every object you send hurling up into the air has to come back down somewhere. So. You know, that's coming from from a two A firearms owner myself. Some some of us are poor representatives of that uh, of that right, and every idiot out there that was sending up rounds, uh, shame on you. And you can send your hate mail to gamer there you go. <laughs> to gamerhusbands at gmail <laughs> Gaming vessels, not gamer husbands, sir. I meant to say gaming gamer husbands. That was that was a joke. That's oh, like okay. a running joke. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, Joe really well, wants that hate mail. Send all the hate mail our way. Yep. <laughs> Joe really wants that hate mail. So, so um, all right, fellas, what have we been playing for the past couple of weeks since our last show? Uh, Des, why don't you kick that off for us? So, y'all know by now what I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Destiny, but I have to admit, I'm getting rather, rather burnt on Destiny. You know, I, I played a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but I think it was just time for me to kind of, like, branch out and do something a little bit different. So, I started playing a couple of other games. Now, <clears throat> I still play, you know, Destiny quite a bit. Uh, with, with you know Joe and Kevin and you know a couple other friends, um, but I also started playing. Um, well, I dabbled in a couple of different games actually. Um, I started playing uh, Earth Defense Force Five, or or like we call it EDF EDF. So I started playing that with the guys as well and uh it's been a lot of fun uh, a couple of parts are really friggin' hard but but um but that's pretty much the the game that i've been playing was, was edf um i started playing red faction gorilla the remastered edition i bought that for like super cheap on the on the um on the uh, uh, the sale, I guess, because if you don't know right now, you've been living under a rock, but PSN has been having this fantastic sale for the last five weeks. So I've been playing, uh, I've been buying a couple of games here and there uh, because they change it every every week, every Tuesday they change. Uh, well, they take some they take some games off, add a couple of more games, but it was like over fifteen hundred games or some some crap like that was on sale. So. So I just started, you know, playing different games and downloading different games and trying different games, and so that's kind of, you know, what what it's been. So, um, so yeah, I played Chasm. I still play Moonlighter. Uh, again, just try to play something a little bit different than um, than Destiny, just a little bit. Um, but that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, Joe, uh, what have you been playing, my friend? Um. Uh- the main course is course so we talked from episode to episode still on the destiny 2 crack train right now um mm-hmm. uh the 650 still doing some uh quite you know bounties to get some of the weapons i've been wanting on there but it requires obscene amount of like crucible matches headshots with you know fusion right and with the uh, pulse rifles 
in the crucible and uh still gonna run some strikes and so on and so forth uh still trying to get to the meat uh, some of the obtuseness of uh both the uh dreaming city and also the mars the escalation protocols on there i know uh, kevin you were trying to just get the shotgun today as we prior to recording the podcast and you know sometimes i just get tired because of the fact that I have to look things up. It's just not apparent in the game. The game doesn't give you enough direction, I think, in the end. And I don't know what to go beyond it. I mean, I kind of like digging and trying to find out new things. But at the same time, things are sometimes too obtuse. Like uh, we've been running um, blind wells for a while on the um, Dreaming City. And it's like I've been wanting to get my third seed of light. And I come to find out I looked online and... Uh, there's a particular weekly quest from uh, from Petra that basically will allow you to get your third seat of light, and I wasn't aware of that. You know, I wouldn't have known unless I got on Google and Googled what I needed to Google. You know, as far as getting that third seat of light, I've been running blind wells with you guys and trying to get it to drop, and it hasn't been dropping. I've been trying for weeks, so it's like <laughs> you know, a very long time. Everybody. Yeah, destiny giveth, destiny taketh. So it's like you know, but uh, don't get me started on them. Uh, don't get me started on those on those exotics and how how non frequent those are. Oof. Well, mm. go articulate a bit more for people out there that might be listening that might not play the game on a regular basis. I mean, pretty much. Uh, the only time you really get exotics in the game is when you go to Bazaar every week you know, and basically and throw down your um, legendary shards on there and then be able to. Be- do that. I mean, I've seen. I have had I, this week. I had an exotic emblem drop. I wound up getting like uh, boots, <laughs> a pair of boots. So, uh, so boots. it was. Yeah, but you know, um, you know, maybe they should be a little bit better with the drop ratio. But at the same time, it's like you know, I don't want to get the same gun the fiftieth time. But you know, it's just the way it goes when you're rinsing and repeating an activity uh, a lot. So I mean. And maybe the topic of this episode will kind of get us stirred up to get, you know, maybe uh, Destiny out of our, not totally out of our gaming diet, but, you know, basically to put it as in like a a dessert, (laughs) you know, versus a main course, you know, or maybe have it be a side dish that's something we play with friends and that kind of thing, you know, so. Uh, other things I've been playing uh, since we last recorded, though, I'm still playing a lot of Borderlands 2. I kind of group up with uh, uh, Nick, which is another co-host uh, from another podcast. I'm on the um, video game Time Masters, <laughs> BG Time Masters, and then I also play with our friend Dom as well. So on there, so enjoying that. I'm playing, still playing on Steam. Uh, also fired up the Borderlands, the pre-sequel on the PS4. I've been playing that a little bit on there um playing edf5 with you guys as well you know and i had fun last night trying to get through that mission that me you and surgeon fire were just like you know we didn't bring proper weapons with us and so we're trying to take down uh enemy alien ships and we trudged through it and we got a bunch of loot for it you know so that was the best part i mean we all love i know that's i know i died once i think you died four times right desmond uh yeah i was playing a wing diver and you died twice sir yeah you know wing diver does not have a high health ratio compared to other classes in the game but you got a lot more maneuverability uh, be able to fly around the map whatnot so 
And then last but not least, I fired up Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, using Project Steam. In fact, a stream, excuse me, not Steam, but stream on there. That's um, Google's initiative. And basically, they're running this up until January 15th on there. In fact, it's a, there's a nice little tab as we record. I could go play Assassin's Creed Odyssey if I wanted to on there. Mm-hmm. And my overall impressions on it, it, it runs pretty good streaming. I mean, I really don't see any sort of quote-unquote lag. I did get a message last night saying that it was running a little bit uh, laggy or slow on there, but it's nothing I really noticed. So, I mean... I don't know if this is going to be something to where I'm going to compare it once I get the PS4 copy. I, it's in my in my game room on my rack with my games and all that. And once I get through my uh, playthrough on Project Stream, which I'm not going to be able to do for uh, after the 15th, I think they're going to take the uh, game down at that point. But I want to at least try it and uh, kind of do a comparison. But I'm going to fire it up on PS4 and then kind of do a comparison as far as how well it it runs on streaming versus just uh, dedicate on a de- dedicated console or a dedicated game. But the reason why I did fire it up too is that uh, as long as you play over an hour, um, they're going to be able to provide you a copy of the game for free. So you know, you know me, you know me. I'm mm-hmm. saying okay, free, free, free code for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, I'll play an hour. Oh, I'll check this out. So and that's something I've been wanting to play anyway. So. But uh, that's pretty much been it. I know you've been wanting to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? It's on your pile of shame, right, Kevin? Yeah, it is on my pile of shame. I do have a copy, of uh, a disc copy of the title in my um, on my shelf. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. Um, so yeah, um, one one thing I one one thing uh, are you playing? Uh, are you using a direct? Connection through Cat Five, or are yeah, you I'm using streaming? it through. Basically, I'm not doing over Wi-Fi or anything like that. Okay, it's Cat Five, plugged in my um, DualShock for the dongle that Sony brought out for PC, and instantly recognized like uh, the PlayStation controller and uh, had the appropriate prompts with the, you know, the X triangle square and uh, circle on there. So pretty much, uh, it was already mapped out to recognize uh, a controller and at least uh, the type of controller I had plugged in so that's cool so and uh, I really didn't notice anything too wonky I, I will definitely let you guys know next episode I'm going to make it a point to install Odyssey and play it on my PS4 and uh, play it on Pro of course because that's all I own Ooh, look at me. Ooh. 4K man. Ooh. Oh wait. Um letter um letterbox, not letterbox, uh, checkerboard. That's the proper yes. term. <laughs> Checkerboarding 4K on there. You, you only could get 4K. You only could get the full 4K on the Xbox One X, the most powerful console on the face of the earth. So Oh yes, of course. Uh, of course. Yes. Powerful as 20 Titans. Uh <clears throat> Uh, well, for me, um, I'm sorry. Were you? Were you uh, was I was done. Yeah, yeah. I was, okay. I was segueing over to you in a uh, lame way. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understood what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for me, the uh, I've been playing Destiny two like you guys. I've also been hitting my retro stuff, a couple of retro games, pretty hard. 
Uh, still playing Matt Mania, enjoying that game. Uh, still haven't been able to get all the way to the championship round. I uh, Coco Savage keeps kicking my butt, um, and I can't seem to. I can't. Can't. I know how to get past him, but. Uh, if your timing is just a little bit off, uh, Coco takes full advantage of you. Um, still playing more Vigilante. Still haven't been able to beat that last boss. I keep, I keep choking at the end, um, <clears throat> getting shot either in the in the back of the head or <laughs> I mean, shot when I when I'm trying to punch one of the knife guys out. And but yeah, that that, that game a lot of fun. Trying to restrict yourself as far as credits are concerned, because uh, I'm assuming if you keep keep pumping uh, credits in the game, you should be able to beat it, right? Or is it no? Like it, it it goes back to the beginning. Oh regardless. wow! Ugh. There is there is no. I mean, there are there's. I'm sure there's a save state somewhere on the menu, but uh, no, it 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 kicks you all the way back to the beginning of the game. So uh, and and no continues. But if I remember correctly, that's what the arcade game did as well. Um, I don't think it let you continue. I could be wrong though. But um, but yeah, I've been playing some Vigilante, play some EDF five. Uh, definitely notice a a spike in the difficulty in that game as opposed to uh, four point one. Yup. Um, I do like the add some of the added effects. Um, I was doing a level where I was fighting. I fought the spiders for the first time and shooting them, and you know they got their little bloody chunks, <laughs> kind of well, not yeah. bloody, but like purple goo. Yeah, <laughs> the green everywhere. and the it's bizarre. <laughs> purple rain, purple rain. Um, it was. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I'm. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, so I'm going to start the process of kind of going forward and finding those levels where I think it won't be too much of a problem to farm for for more equipment and crank the difficulty up as high as I can and try and farm for some some of the, some of the better weapons. Well, the thing we did the thing we did last night was like that was great. Um, mm-hmm. the, the level we did last night was great. So if you're able to do that with us, think you'd enjoy it. We oh, gotta yeah. get better stuff to do it though. <laughs> <laughs> I um, did get I did get the uh um the ranger on my ranger class, I was able to get the uh the tortoise. I got a level six tortoise missile. And for the fencer, I was able to get the uh what is it, the bloodstorm or the bloodshot. It's that missile that yeah, that missile that launches skyward and then comes down and breaks up into multiple warheads. Um, so I was able to get that one. The Bloodstorm, as I recall, really wasn't that good in, in 4.1. It seems to to have a better effect in this game. I can't seem to get it to work when I play. I guess I was really bad at it. <laughs> um, it I think it works best if the insect aren't all crawling up on buildings so if you're in a, if you can catch them on an open field because okay. where I got it uh, when I fought the spiders for the first time for whatever reason they were all kind of grouped together in in this uh, field or you know group of tr- you know like this green pasture so the blood the the blood shot or the blood whatever they call it um, 
was pretty effective with them in that. Um, I would imagine that if they're all grouped around buildings, that it would be a little bit uh, problematic because the those insects crawl all over those buildings. So it's probably not as effective as something more direct, uh, something a, a weapon that's more direct would be. But uh, yeah, I'm really digging that game. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, and as I mentioned before, still grinding away in Destiny, trying to get the Aikilo shotgun today with no luck because my key refused to uh, drop a decrypted, uh, the decrypted form of my key. And so when I get to level seven, complete level seven of the um, escalation protocol, escalation protocol, right? And and I can't open the I can't open the case I can't open the chest. Uh, Stupid! I hate that. <laughs> but <laughs> you know the life as of, as we all do as we all yep life of fact, a Destiny player. So I, I was I was trying to help you, but I, I realized I didn't have all the proper things to have a key, and so I right. um, have to run like heroic strikes, heroic uh, story missions, and, uh, and you got to open uh, up the you got to get those things to open up the um, those those weird tube things. And you know what? I found out the reason why I wasn't able to form the base key. The reason was I had an I had a quest for. There's a quest. Uh, it's called the uh, something something. Uh, I can't I can't remember anything nowadays. But there's a quest. Uh, and what it's for? It is for the um, catalyst for the for. Anna Bray's uh, exotic scout rifle, uh, the, uh, the 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 pro- tractor cannon. No, the Promethean lance or the pro- oh, Promethean the, lance. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if you have that activated and haven't finished it, you can't. You cannot form any more keys. I didn't know that. I actually, I, I was, because I was looking. I said, I okay. At first, I thought it was well. She only makes you one key a week. And it's like, well, I know it's been, been a lot longer than a week since the last time I went to Anna Bray to have her try and make something. Why isn't this working? So, I did a Google search and I came to a, a Reddit where it says that if you have uh, th- that that quest activated in like its its final phases. Um, you have to go to uh, this specific node and act and and complete the quest to actually get the get the catalyst. And if you don't, you can't make any more keys. So now I'm able to make keys again. So <laughs> so at least I figured that part out. But um, yeah, some of the quests aren't easily you know you can't figure out what you're supposed to do which is kind of odd i would think that they would kind of correct some of that stuff but anyway anyway we are talking about in this episode our most anticipated titles for 2019 uh we got some feedback from our listener jason uh, also goes by Surgeon Fire on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. And uh, he sent in a tweet with his most anticipated titles, and they are 
Anthem, Biomutant, Crash Team Racing, Crackdown 3, Star Wars, The Jedi Fallen Order. So those are the title that titles that uh, Jay, Jay is looking forward to. Um, he sent that to our uh, Twitter feed uh, <clears throat> uh, when we actually we mentioned that we were going to be discussing that. So he sent that uh, that tweet to us for us to read out on the show. So thank you, sir, for listening to the show. Uh, hope you're enjoying this episode. And we are going to get into our deliberations of our most anticipated titles for 2019. So, Joe, why don't you uh, kick us off? We're going to kick us kick us off with uh, your honorable mentions. Which will kind of start things off that way for what you're looking forward to this year. Okay, uh, things that didn't make my list, and probably because of the fact that <laughs> a couple games, it's like, oh man, I forgot, oh, totally forgot about that game. You know, um, Bio Mutant, that uh, game with the uh, animal protagonist that uh, supposed to be all procedurally generated. Uh, I was super excited to see that. That was uh, something that was talked at Gamescom, I believe not this last year, but the year prior. On uh, there, it's a THQ Nordic game. On there, and, I don't think it's procedurally uh, generated though. <laughs> You can uh, you get some you get certain things to, to to change your character up, but you're trying to make a mutant, you know, and you can do stuff to to change what you look like in order to um, to get different attributes like wings and stuff like that. But I don't think it's um, it's not uh, procedural gender as far uh, as levels I know. But uh, I'm I'm trying to think if it's kind of like Borderlands where some of the like. The weapons are procedurally. Generated. Oh, the weapons! Oh, I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. So, because I know uh, in the game you could grow claws, sprout wings, yeah. uh, attach a leg. Uh, there's a deep customization that's supposed the game's supposed to have on there. On there, and you have um, crafting uh, some gunplay, of course, on there, and uh, some melee. So, I mean, it's pretty much. Uh, uh, something that you know, I wish I had a date on it. Otherwise, I know probably it's going to make this year. But uh, you know, I, way uh, when I compiled my list, I was more thinking of games that are coming out in the next three to four months or within the, the next uh, six months because it's like uh, there's so many different games as we know that will probably be out in the latter part of 2019 that I'm probably still like you know. Mm, will it make it out? Will it not make it out? I'm not sure. So, on there, but that that is definitely my honorable mentions. Uh, I think if we had a more secure date for that, uh, I would be um, putting that higher in my list. Of course, uh, another game that I am really excited for, but it didn't make my top five, is a game called Dragon Marked for Death. And I don't know if either of you two heard of this game or not, or remember this game, nope. but. I mean, I don't, Basically, I don't it's uh, from Inti Creates, which is the same team that did Azure Striker Gunbolt and also Mega oh, Man uh, yes. 9 and Mega Man 10. But this game gives me um, some Guardian Heroes vibes from Saturn from back in the day. And you basically are playing on a, on a field, one of the four members of the Dragon Blood Clan on there. And uh, basically it's a, up to four-player uh, 2D side-scrolling action RPG, basically. And so it just... Um, I've been kind of following this, and you know, I'm surprised I didn't throw this on my top five. It's coming out next month, for God's sake! So, what's it called and again? Dragon marked for death on there. So, 
And I'm super excited for it. Uh, there is a physical release coming out for it um, that will be out in the late February, but Amazon just barely put it up for a pre-sale. It's like it's going to retail for 50 bucks, but it has all the DLC um, in the game with the physical copy on the Switch. So, And so I'm just um, kind of looking forward to it because uh, I just love the art style. Um, there was just a recent video that was placed on their Twitter feed uh, showing that you know, even though it's a smaller title, they still have a full orchestra doing some music for the game, and the music's pretty damn awesome. So I'm kind of looking. It's kind of, I would say, quote unquote, a hidden gem. It's not, you know, a triple A game per se, but you know, why can't a 2D side scroller be a triple A game? I mean, it, it technically could be, but uh, <laughs> it's all semantics. But um, I'm just looking forward to playing it. You know. I'm thinking, uh, especially with the co-op and the four-player multiplayer, it might be something that will actually get myself interested back in the Switch a little bit. So, on there. So, so I uh, hope you guys take a look at it too. Or, um, I'll, we'll, I'll definitely be talking more on the show about it once it gets closer to release. On that, uh, another game I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm keeping an eye on is this game called Left Alive, which I don't know if either of you two heard about or not. Or um, I have, but I I don't remember anything about it. Is it's, is that it's the front mission one, right? Yeah, it's the front mission oh, one. Yeah. yeah. So and basically, it's just uh, you take you for me. Why I why I'm interested in this game is that because of the fact that one, it's a bunch of veteran game designers that have gotten together to create a new IP and obviously you know we hardly ever get any double A AA or triple A attempts to create a game on there especially the way it was back in the PS2 days where you know you got an entirely new game it's not like you know uh, generic shooter number six or you know <laughs> uh, call of combat number eight or whatever you know this is a entirely new game um, the director of the game is the director from From Software that's done previous games in the Armor Core series. They got the character designer from Kojima Productions, the guy that's done the character art for Metal Gear Solid all along on there. They got the guy that did the mech designer uh, for Ghost in the Shell, Gundam, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X on there. So, And it's, this game is basically a survival action shooter. It's based in the front mission world on there. And so I'm, I'm glad that Square has uh, taken another attempt to bring a uh, game in this universe out because uh, you know, especially if this gets some traction, there's a possibility there might be another front mission game, which uh, if you're not familiar with the front mission series, is a kind of a grid tactical RPG similar to, you know, Advanced Wars or um, Fire Emblem, Shining Force, and basically had great character design and had a good uh, motif to it. And it's uh, obviously based in the future timeline of the world on there. And there's a, a explanation as far as the, the conflicts between the different states in the game on there. So, and this game is based in the year 2127. So, definitely sci fi, um, some survival. Um, aspects to it and to me the reason why i'm kind of it, it was in my top five but i'm um pretty much still anticipating this game i'll be buying it i'll be trying to make sure to try to play it right away to give you guys some impressions on it as well 
on there. I'm just excited because it's just something new. That's all, you know, something that kind of it's kind of sticking out to me a little bit. So on there, uh, also Rage Two. I think uh, Avalanche and ID Software has a good thing going as far as what we've seen in the trailer so far. I'm thinking uh, open world game with the um, exploration of Just Cause, but the um, gunplay of doom i think would uh, be awesome i um, can't wait for that game and then last but not least the uh, kickstarter that I kickstarted like three years ago bloodstained ritual of the night on there which is basically uh the castlevania like game from Ig- igarashi uh, the same developer from konami that basically he just decided because uh, Konami at the time wasn't being very proactive as far as uh, with their games. He just wanted to make his own game, and obviously to get everyone's attention, he did kickstart this game, and uh, it's looking like it's uh, showing up pretty well on there. So I'll have to see it's a side-scrolling action game on there, very much in the vein of uh, the Game Boy Advance Castlevania. So those are the games to my honorable mention list for 2019. So. All right, all right. Well, Des, what's your honorable mention list? Well, I only have one honorable mention um, for me, um, and that would have to be Crackdown 3. Um, I put on my honorable mention because I played the first two. Uh, Joe and I played the second one quite extensively and um, got really far on it. I know Joe was super crazy with it. <laughs> so um, so I just, you know, the hype on this game has been there for a long time. It looks like it's going to be fun. It might be a game that, that you know, lets me or forces me to turn back on my my Xbox One. Um, it's one of the games, Cyber Anthem. But, um, but yeah, I think it, it might be, I mean, it, it sounds like it's going to be fun. Um, and I want to, like I want to go for the ride, but is it is it top five material? No, definitely not. But but that's the one that I'm thinking. You know, that was the one. So, uh, Kevin, what about you? Uh, well, I had a question regarding Crackdown. Oh, sure. Um, between the first and the second one, it's like a lot of people will say the second one was very was bad. Uh, what's your opinion on on that? Did you, what did you find the second one considerably worse than the original game? No. I don't think so. Uh, I thought it was fine. I mean, to tell you the truth, um, running around, getting the orb, shooting stuff, uh, powering up your character. Um, I, I actually enjoyed it, just running around, doing silly stuff. <laughs> I, I think at the time, um, they just people were kind of disappointed in it because uh, Crackdown 1 had a good thing going, and then the same developers uh, that worked on Crackdown 1 we're busy doing um, a um, MMO game called APB, mm-hmm. uh, basically. And so there's a second team that uh, developed Crackdown 2. And in fact, they developed it within like a year. Like it was a very short development cycle. So they yeah, only thing I really thing. added to that game was the, the tweakers, the zombies that were on the floor uh, that weren't in the original game. And, you know, yeah. I, I'm thinking... It should have had more time in the oven on there, and so I thought. But for, for what we got, I thought it was fine, honestly. Oh, yeah, I thought I was it was like, too. I was happy with it. Yeah. I wasn't as uh, angry as people online kind of giving out a lot of uh, hate on it. And you know, even this game, Crackdown Three, is kind of polarizing as well because of the fact that uh, 
um, that's just been in the can so long too. So, yep. And I remember, um, but I remember the, the original like Sega version, like that's the one that has nothing to do with any of the crackdowns. So, um, remember that one? Oh, I remember that one too. Like I played the festival game. Yeah. I played the crap out of that one. That was a fun one. Like I love that one. So, so again, you know, your mileage will vary on these games, but, but it's an honorable mission for me. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, my honorable my honorable honorable mentions uh, are Crash Team Racing. Uh, I really enjoyed the original the original title uh, back in the day. Uh, I think that was an original PlayStation game. Um, I always thought it was as good, if not better, than the Mario Kart that was out at that time. Um, and I, I like the tracks, the, the carts controlled excellently. Uh, I just, I just love that game. So crash team racing is definitely a day one. It, it's, it, it probably could have been on my top five, but I think that I had, I have more games that I'm more excited for than crash team racing. So it's got, it's good got the honorable mention spot but it's definitely one that i'm looking forward to uh, next up is rage 2 um from uh, published by bethesda and it's by who who's the developer uh, avalanche avalanche okay yeah. um i'm kind of i was kind of apprehensive when uh rage 2 was first announced um i think they had a trailer that didn't show a whole lot of gameplay if i'm i'm i may be mistaken but i i i am not sure but and the reason i was is because i had really enjoyed far cry 5 uh initially but i just kind of got burnt for whatever reason i got burned down on the gameplay um and I got it on PC, which means, hey, you can't take it back. <laughs> so, yeah, you're stuck, buddy. Uh, so, I'm stuck. So, I, when Rage 2 was announced, I was kind of, eh. I remember playing the first one. I don't remember a whole lot about it, to be honest. Uh, I played it back on the Xbox 360. And now, from what the gameplay that has been shown, I'm I'm in. So I will most likely be getting this one on PC as well. Um, it looks like there's a lot of different ways to approach missions. They have a lot of different weapons at your disposal. That wing stick, you know, decapitating fools with the wing stick just looks looks like it never gets old. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm looking forward to Rage Two, uh, based on what else is going on release wise. I don't know if it's a day one, but it's definitely a, a game that I will wind up with. Uh, um, hopefully, not too long after release, if not day one. Uh, my next game is Anthem. Um, I well, I stopped and I I've I've seen some of the extended gameplay of anthem and it looks interesting but i don't know it it it, i'm looking forward to the game i'm buying it day one um but i don't know there's just something i don't know if this is because i'm i'm also going through a little bit of destiny fatigue (laughs) that is it (laughs) 
yeah. that it didn't score. It didn't get a, a spot on my top five. I don't know if that's the case, but I don't know. There was just there was something that that seemed I don't even want to say off because the game the you know the graphics were sharp. The gameplay looked fluid. Um, there seemed to be a lot going on, a lot of enemy enemy variety uh, in the missions that I in, in in the missions of the gameplay uh, scenarios that I saw. So I don't I don't know what it is. I'm just gonna put I'm gonna lay it at the floor of Destiny fatigue. So I'm probably gonna want to try and step away from Destiny a little bit before uh, Anthem comes out, so I can you know, truly judge the game on its own merit and not try and compare it to, you know, what destiny is doing. I mean, that's going to happen regardless, you know, but I just kind of want to judge the game on its own merit. And I can't put my finger on why I'm feeling a little apprehensive, but I'm going to get the game day one, uh, and see what, see what EA's, uh, variant of the MMO light, is going to be so and you know it's hard to mess up mechs and big weapons and explosions so we'll see what happens with that uh and my final uh honorable mention is streets of rage 4 um i did not have a genesis uh back in the day i was i was a nintendo nintendo kid uh, always wanted to get a genesis but for whatever reason i never got around to getting one so good. and so good yeah yeah, and uh, Streets of Rage was one of those games because beat 'em up still is my favorite genre of video game, and Streets of Rage was those was one of those titles, one of those series that I always wanted to play, but because I didn't have a Genesis, uh, I didn't get a chance to play. I would go to friends' houses, uh, would be the only time that I would get a hold of a Streets of Rage title. And uh, from what I played, I loved it. I I I would put it in the same class of Final Fight. Um, just a really good uh, 2D beat 'em up. And this remake uh, that uh, Dot Dotemu Dotemu. I don't know if that's if I'm pronouncing the stu- the the company correctly. I think they're publishing it. Um, what that it's all hand drawn art. Uh, looks beautiful. It, at this point, it's just Axel and Blaze. I think is is the woman's name. It's just Axel and Blaze. It's going to be co-op, uh, uh, couch co-op with multiplayer, online multiplayer, and it it looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. So I, I can't wait to get a hold of uh, Streets of Rage Four, um, and it, it probably could have. Put it, it probably could have earned a spot on my top five, uh, but there are some some other games in that in that same genre that I'm uh, looking forward to a little bit more. But um, yeah, Streets of Rage, beat 'em up, you know, I'm there. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no problem. So, so all right then, uh, Joe, you want to kick us off with uh, your number five, my friend? Of course. Uh, my number five is going to be uh, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Oh. So, 
And I, for one, I completed the first game. I beat it all mostly single player on there. And I bought the season pass, never gone back to play any of the additional content. In fact, I've been meaning to for the last six months to go and and start playing uh, the division again and playing the extra content before this new game comes out because there are drops and um, items you could earn towards the second game. And so I felt the gameplay was enough for me satisfying the the kind of constant uh, ducking behind a, a barrier going back and forth. And uh, I love the fact that they have talked about that you could still play this as a single-player game if you need to, or if you want to play it that way, you could go and do so on that. And um, haven't really been researching a little bit. I've only caught what's on like the past E3 coverage and uh, the uh, Gamescom coverage on there. So I'm not entirely sure if there's a dark zone in the game or not, or what kind of multiplayer component's going to be uh, with this title. But, uh, you know, I'm giving up to Ubisoft. You know, they have kept their game supported for years after release without any need for any sort of quote-unquote season pass or anything like that. I know there was a season pass for Division 1, but I don't believe there is one for Division 2. I could be mistaken on there, but, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to playing it. I think it would be another uh, co-op game I'll be able to play with you guys, and so I definitely want to find out what platform you guys are going to be playing this on as well. I know, Kevin, you are a big abstainer for Division, so I know that you won't be joining us (laughs) with that sojourn, unfortunately. So, Yeah, yeah. Bulletproof hoodies. I can't get behind it. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think the Washington, D.C. motif, too, and then the continuation of the storyline in the first game. Um, I'm really uh, taking um, a fun. Um, I'm looking forward for it, for sure. So, Cool, cool. All right, Des, what's your number five, my friend? Uh, my number five is Judgment by the folks who brought you uh, the Yakuza series. So I uh, am picking it up now. <clears throat> That's on my number five because I missed the bus on um, on Yakuza. And, you know, I like Japanese culture. I like – like I, I like, you know, those types of games with the with – the, um, with the kind of, I guess, like, I like those type of, like, Japanese and Chinese movies about triads and, and gangs and stuff like that, and, and I never really got into the Yakuza stuff before, um, so I really felt that I had missed out, and so, speaking of that, I, on this PSN sale, I got, you know, Yakuza 0, and I got, uh, Yakuza Kiwami, and I'm gonna get Kiwami 2, and I'm gonna, and I'm going to, like, do my best to play through those games and hope that we get, you know, the rest of the Yakuza, Kiwami, if they're calling it, Kiwami 3, 4, and whatever. That way we can get those as PS4 titles, because I'll probably end up buying them and playing them as well. Um, so, and it just seems like it's a fresh new IP uh, that is going to be interesting. And I, and I was have been watching a couple of things uh, about it, and there was the, um, they spoke to the, uh, the, the, um, the voice actor, uh, for the main guy, and it just—I don't know—it just, it just seems like an interesting story, you know. And, and you know, this—you know—he's going to become this judge of people. I don't know. It just, it, it just seems very interesting. And I was just like, okay, you know, it's a beat 'em up. You know, it's in Japan. I can get really behind this, and so, so I'm really, I'm really like jazzed and excited to play it. So, so I'm just like, that's the one. Like, 
that that's for me. It's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, my number five is going to be Days Gone. Um, oh. <clears throat> typically, I've, I'm I'm one of those cats that is just like worn out on the whole zombie thing. Um, I I think the, the the at least the Western idea of zombies is kind of you know these shuffling rotten corpses you know shuffling down the street are really going to be a problem it's like okay i i just never could get get behind that so i think the last zombie movie i actually watched might have been uh romero's night of the living dead i, I just never yeah, i just never went back <laughs> It's like I'm done. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I see where this, where, 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 what this whole mythos is. Is I, okay. But what kind of intrigued me about um, Days Gone is they're using this, you know, this 21 days later or 28 days later uh, new model zombie 2.0. Uh, <laughs> which is, you know, a whole bunch of fast running, strong, you know, meat eating former people. And from what I've seen is that you can use the zombie hordes as another tool yeah. in your weapons uh, arsenal. Like if you're going in and to take down a, um, uh, take down a, a gang uh you can manipulate the zombie hordes in such a way that you can bring, call them to your attention and then route them through mm-hmm. where you're trying to get to and they do all the work and you just kind of have to be careful not to get caught up in the caught up caught up caught up in the hoopla <clears throat> with that and from what i've seen it it looks like a lot of fun um Almost, uh, almost. It's almost kind of like uh, it. Kind of reminds me of a of an action movie without a script. Like there's like in the stages that I, in the, the the stages that I've seen, there's a lot of you know exploding barrels and you know things that you can manipulate. And the neat thing also is that there's also zombie uh, or infected animals. So. Uh, there's wolves, and we've already we've already seen the 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 zombie bear that's out there, oh, and yeah. a lot of that stuff. A lot of that stuff is our random events. So you may go through that 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 scene and come in contact with a pack of uh, infected wolves. Somebody else may go through that section of the game and not come in contact with them. They might come in contact with a uh, group of humans that are acting crazy or not come in contact with anything at all. So if they can pull it off, if that team can pull it off, um, then I think they'll, they'll have – Sony will have another another hit on its hands. Uh, the, the zombie genre is crowded. Um, there There's – a lot of stuff, a lot of games uh, in that that kind of fall under that umbrella. But I think Days Gone might have what it takes to kind of make itself stand out for the simple fact that you're able to utilize those hordes as a weapon. And I, I just think that's pretty cool. So, uh, Joe, what you got for number four? 
my number four is going to be Sekiro. Uh, Shadows die twice on there, so um, definitely looking forward to this one. I already got the uh, collector's edition pre-ordered at GameStop with the statuette. Oh wow! On there, you know, I'm in it to win it. The collector's edition is actually only ninety bucks, so it's only additional uh, thirty bucks on top. But um, basically, from what I've seen in this game. It's something that From Software can bring to the table, and Miyazaki and his team on there, um, and something that's a little bit different from Dark Souls. You know, it seems like lately, especially with the advent of Demon Souls and then Dark Souls, that they've been kind of stuck in that particular genre for a while. And there's still some signs of that genre, that like survival, like you know, action game where you know, like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, where you're basically. Uh, stuck with um, hard as rails difficulty and whatnot, but uh, to me, I think a good ninja action game, especially something that will challenge me, and I'm assuming this game's going to challenge me quite a bit, <laughs> is that uh, I'm just looking forward to checking it out and giving it a shot. You know, to me, it's from software doing something else other than uh, the formula they've been kind of stuck in uh, for the last, like I would say, eight to ten years, and so. I'm really curious to see how this is going to kind of play out. So, you know, that's why it's um, number four. I'm definitely going to be jumping in this uh, genre kind of both feet first, you know, basically jumping in there and seeing how I fare on that. So, okay. Des, what you got for number four? What do I have for number four? Um, So I have the division two. So I actually enjoyed the the Division 2 much the same as Joe because it was like at the time that I was playing Division it was Destiny and again I don't I'm not the best fan of uh, first person type games first person shooters and so Destiny or uh, Division was a was another way that I could get that kind of shooter fix and and I don't know there was something I guess I, I'm going to use the term hip about about the gameplay and running around and the and putting on the beanies and shit. So I don't know. It just kind of maybe it spoke to my my pseudo millennialist <laughs> millennialist. I don't know. But it was fun. Like the gameplay was fun. The bullets seemed fun. The bu- the, the gun types were fun. How you could do your loadouts. I loved the the James Bond aspect of it with the with the with the gadgets and expanding upon the gadgets was really cool. Um, you could be. Um, a medic role or a tank role and and it was just a lot of fun to run around and 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 run with the pack and and shoot that's and shoot and I, again I'm not a and I'm not a, a competitive player um so I don't play uh like I didn't play um the dark the the, the dark zone or anything like that and I went in there a couple times but I didn't really play it so that was not like that that was something that that I just didn't do so um so yeah, I just think you know expanding upon what they already had, actually giving us an end game number one. Uh, because once that once I got to the end game with that helicopter, I was like, this is the, the, this is it. This is this is the big thing. I'm done. I was just, that was the the biggest disappointment for me in that game was just, was that end game. I was just like, okay, I'm, and then they're like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, and I'm like, nah, nah, bruh. You gotta give me a little bit more than what's going on right now. So so that that is my hope is that it is better. It is a better executed game, I know. So I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna buy it. I'm definitely gonna play it, and uh, we'll just see how it goes from there, I guess. What platform are you thinking about buying it for? Xbox uh, or PlayStation? I have no idea, dude. Whatever platform you get it on, probably. 
<laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty much going to play it with you, you know. So, um, and most of the most of the people that I play with are um, they're on uh, PS4. So, I mean, I mean, easy money is on the PS4. So, I mean, it's gotcha. Just, and that's just easy money. So, but but yeah, it kind of is what it is. But what, what are you going to pick it up for? Huh? Uh, it just depends. Um, I might want to talk with uh, the guys over at Gaming Gamer Husbands and see as far as if they're going to play it at all. Um, obviously, I know I'm throwing the Xbox a bone by picking up Anthem on Xbox, so um, I definitely want to you know use my Xbox One X a little bit more. I know we all could probably uh, give some love to the Xbox a little bit. Uh, I mean, mine's collecting dust still, even though I got it hooked up and finally installed and everything's ready to go on it. But it seems like a long-running joke <laughs> on it. But, uh, yeah. So some people online were saying because uh, there's a way to put RetroArch on it that, that uh, you're better off using it as an emulator versus <laughs> using it for any oh, game. So on there, so. <laughs> so the most, the world's most powerful retro pie. <laughs> yep. Yikes. So, we'll we'll see. It depends. Uh, I think if Jason, uh, if you're listening to this man, you could probably be playing on PS4. So we'll we'll definitely be picking up more than likely on PS4. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's easy money for me, honestly. Yes, cha-ching. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, my number four is going to be God Eater Three, and I was at a bit of a quandary for my number three spot because I was either going to put it. God Eater 3 was either going to be there or Code Vein. And I think the reason God Eater 3 got the edge out was because um, I've never been a Souls guy. Um, the whole, you know, wander around this big world uh, with with difficult enemies and, and, you know, whether you're you don't know whether you are properly equipped to, to deal with what's there until you get there type of thing just 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 doesn't roll with me. So I like, don't get me wrong, I love hard action games. I, you know, Ninja Gaiden was my jam back in the day. Uh, always played that game on the hardest levels, but the Souls formula just, just really didn't vibe. And... Um, Code Vein seems to be more along the lines of a Souls type game uh, or Souls light game. Um, I'm not really sure, but God Eater really the the I, I played Resurrection, uh, the remake of the PSP uh, game, and I just fell in love with that. You know, as I mentioned before on the show, Monster Hunter should be my jam but some of the some of the the things that make monster hunter monster hunter classic monster hunter anyway i just i just wasn't with and god dater kind of gave me that you know hunting big giant monster fix without the things though those those little snaggling uh, that tedium is that great word that tedium that uh, classic monster hunter gameplay gave me that just drove me up the wall so and i mean there's a section in um 
in, in God Eater, God Eater Resurrection, where you get to the end, you fight this uh, uh, one of the, uh, the this monster that is just you know just kind of sort of a different color and maybe a little bit bigger, but it goes into this repeat. The, the soundtrack starts playing this butt rock '90s or '80s big hair Japanese rock song and it, it is just it is equal parts cheesy and corny and cool as hell for I don't know for whatever reason that music just goes exceptionally well with that with that uh, final boss fight and and it it I just had this huge grin on my face when I was when I was going through that level um a lot of there's a lot of customization with God Eater. The the, the main thing is your uh, bullets. You have uh, in your God Eater arc your weapon. Uh, you can craft your own ammo, and there's literally thousands of variations that you can come up with. the The bullet manuf the the bullet system is really really deep. I mean, so deep to the to the point where you can spend hours just forging your own ammo it, i mean it's it's crazy um, and and you can put effects on it and you know make curve shots and you know you can have shots for specific monsters to hit their specific weak points adjusting trajectory splitting head splitting the uh splitting uh warheads of your shells it, it's absolutely bonkers what you can do uh with that system i kind of regret not getting as deep into it as I could. My whole thing was like, you know, I just want to I, I just want to get into this game. So what I will, I'll probably do what I did with Resurrection is just probably look up bullet recipes and, and you know use those uh you know piggyback that's what the for, right? other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old man with a mortgage and a full-time job. I ain't got time to be spending hours figuring out mm -hmm. trajectories of bullets and all this stuff. But I, I don't get me wrong. I think that is cool. I think that's fantastic. I think it adds a level uh, 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 gameplay depth that you just don't see in, in, in many games nowadays. And something as simple as ammunition would have such a deep well of of depth to it is I I think it's just amazing. So uh, that is why God Eater Three hit my uh, number four spot. So uh, Joe, looking, for, looking forward to that too. You know I'm. Yeah, you know, it's even though it's not even my honorable mentions. The reason why I didn't even put on my honorable mentions is that I never played God Eater Two, and I bought that, and I still I'm looking that at. And we talked about this a little bit whether you're ever going to go back and play God Eater Two or not. I need so. to. I need to. I, I really need to. Um, I started it, but haven't come anywhere close to finishing it. I think I maybe just might barely be past the tutorial. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's that. I don't know if that's Is something that you're bad. interested in, Desmond, or not, or if that's nah, something I'm good. You're good? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Nothing All against right. it. This is something that I was just like, eh, you know. So. Okay. Well, my number three, since we're going to circle back to me, is going to be 
Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown on there. So, you know, this has been a while since there's been an entry in this particular uh, games series on there. And I am been off and on a fan of the series on there. I haven't really played one since 4, actually, on the PS2. So it's been a while on there. So, And uh, I'm just kind of getting back into things with this particular series and then to me it's going to be a change of pace it's going to be a single player flight combat game uh, there's going to be a playstation vr mode with the playstation version of course on there and uh, i wound up uh, buying a cheap uh, flight controller for ps4 so i am in it to win it with this game and so it's actually um coming out next friday as we speak uh, january 18th on there, so it's going to be out for both uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and uh, it's going to come out for Steam in uh, February. On there, so so uh, just you know, I think Bando Namkai is doing good by uh, bringing another version of this game. I think uh, like about four or five years ago, they decided to do like a uh, uh, a free to play version of Ace Combat, which uh, didn't go over so well. You know, I think there's certain games that you don't want to put in the free to play uh, formula on there. And so I'm glad that they're able to come back, circle back to this uh, particular franchise. Uh, any of you guys, I know, Kevin, you've played games off and on in this franchise, right? I have, and I've enjoyed them. Um I, I honestly the, the Ace Combat didn't make my list even though I think it's probably the if not the biggest game to the, the biggest early release this year it was not the first big early release going you know quote, quote unquote unquote triple A release this year it's uh it, it's close to it and for whatever reason it, it just kind of slipped my mind it, it definitely would have at least made an honorable mention um my question to you is uh what what flight stick uh, did you wind up with? I've been hearing that some of these sticks can get upwards of a couple hundred bucks. So you said you mentioned you bought a cheap one. Which one did you? Uh, which one did you wind up picking up for this game? Um, there is a, a particular one from Thrustmaster, and I'm gonna look that bad boy up right now. It's called, I believe. Let's see here. On the fly research, I could walk to my other room and grab it, but actually, <laughs> do that one. What's the one I give you mine? Uh, it's called a Hotas. Oh, you found uh, it. Stick. Okay. So. The Hotas. Okay. Yeah, Hotas. H O T S. Yeah, and um, Best Buy had it on sale for like an unbelievable price. I think it normally retail for eighty bucks, but they had it for thirty five dollars, and so I saw that on sale back in October of last year. And I said, oh, that is perfect for Ace Combat. And I know they already said they were going to support that stick. So so I didn't go all cray-cray and go out and get a, like a $200 stick or anything like that. Uh, I did, in my past, buy a flight stick for Ace Combat 5 on the PS2. And I, when I was in the point of moving last year, I... Went and looked at that thing, and that thing, for whatever reason, had this old silicon plastic on it that Hori likes to use, and everything was like all sticky and melty on it. <laughs> so it was it was a bad pull on that bad boy, unfortunately. So I actually gave it away to a friend. Let's see, they're willing to. That's why you gave that to me, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I did not give that to you, sir. Just kidding. I, I wouldn't do it that way. Unless unless you like um never mind. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, so you you mentioned that uh 
it, 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 that the one that you bought was a stick that they're going to support. So would you would recommend folks who are interested in playing that game, uh, utilizing a flight stick, double check the, the compatibility. No, I was going to say, would you recommend they check the compatibility list? Is there a compatibility list that Namco put out regarding this game? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I could double check. I'll let you know before the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, let me, in fact, if you want to pause this podcast. No, quick. we'll do it later. Oh, I mean, I've, because when you when you said it was one that they were going to support, I thought maybe you had peeped a, a, a compatibility list. Oh, I know. I took a look at the like, least the website, and I know that they have a specific Ace Combat Seven version of the stick actually releasing. I think that's the reason, almost in a way that uh, uh, that's the reason why I got it for so cheap because they're bringing out a second version of it with uh, some Ace Combat um, um, branding as far as on the box, at least. So, <laughs> okay. So at least I got to uh, be ahead of the game, quote unquote, on there. And uh, there's also um, a stick from Hori that they're bringing out for this game as well, which is also available on Amazon as we speak on there. That one's a little bit more pricier. It's a pre-order right now for it. Is one ninety nine ninety nine two hundred bucks on there? So it's coming out. One ninety nine. I got your mind. Well, for people that want it. For sure, and who knows, you know. No, it's too much um, for me. If, if it's something, I just, I would hate to have the same issue as I did with my prior Hori Ace Combat stick, and, you know, basically 10 years later, it winds up all nice and sticky and then basically useless because of the fact that the type of material that they're using. So hopefully uh, they do things right this time time around. So, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, my excitement so we'll definitely next recording uh, i'm gonna put my feet to the fire and just not just accept it at once they deliver it to my door and just put it in my game room and let it rot for destiny i'm definitely gonna <laughs> try to give it a shot i will give it a shot how about that Good. all right all right well des what's your number three my number three is biomutant actually and uh, this is a game that i'm really really excited for um because of the custom app because i'm of all the reasons why joe said it at the, at the beginning but for the the customization options <clears throat> and the fact that like i think it's just a very like it's an ip that just looks interesting and it looks fun it looks like um like no other game out there right now. I mean, and I just, I mean, it's it's a it's an action RPG in which you can actually change and mutate your character. And I just, I don't know, for something, some reason, it seems like it has a lot of heart to it. Um, and some instant, I'm interested in the gameplay. I, I really like anamorphic type of type of games. And if it has an adult kind of story, um, it could be interesting. And and I mean, who doesn't want to play like? rocket raccoon you know so um, <laughs> you know and I, I don't know it's just like i i'm all about customization i love custom characters i love uh customizing characters and doing that stuff and seeing how the stats play out like i really enjoy that and, and then and then to see those uh customization options on the screen is so good that's why that's one of the reasons why i don't like um, first-person shooters is because if you put a lot of time and, and energy to making your character unique and then you can't see them, like that's a bummer. You know, that's that that's a bummer for for me. You know, when you when you spend all this time creating a character and then and then you have 
uh, augments and stuff that you can change the character. Like so, so whenever so, so in, in an RPG, a, a, a third, a third, um, a third view RPG, when you can actually see the clothing that you're wearing. Um, or, or see the sword that you're wielding. Ah, oh, that's just like that's just like the the best type of feeling. So, so for me, I, I'm really excited. I think the story is going to be fun. I think it's going to be weird. Um, I, I just I'm just really excited for that game, and I and I'd hoped that it was coming out um, uh, in 2007, but but I knew that that sorry 2017. 18. Thank you. Uh, sorry, 2018. Oh my God, we're 2019. Sorry, I hope that it came out last year, but it didn't, and so I was kind of sad by that. But you know, hey, I'd rather them put as much, you know, um, like I want them to. I want them to cook this game, as Joe says, uh, as 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 much as possible. That way, we can actually see what's going on. So I'm take your time, buddies. Like I'm, I'm yes. ready. Nothing worse than a uh, company bringing out a new IP to bring it out kind of prematurely in the market and then have it like basically languish and die. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On there. They could patch it in till the cows come home, but no one's going to, you know, be waiting for the 10th patch for a particular game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Homefront: the revolution is like one game that everyone lauds as being a better game after uh, all the patches that came out for, it, but still didn't save it from the $10 bin. So it's just like, yeah, you know, same thing. That no man's sky, you know, yeah. But you only have one impression as as a game create as gaming creators. They only have one time to make a good impression. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's because it, you know you don't. If you mess that up, not a lot of people are going to be willing to give your product a second shot. Exactly. Um, especially, mean, yeah. You know. Especially when we're losing at least those of us who are still clinging on to our physical media. When we're losing those opportunities to get new games for. Uh, substantial discounts um, that you know, a lot of us are not quite as willing to take a risk on a game that was initially launched with poor with a poor opinion uh, and give it a second chance so yeah definitely wanted to cook definitely wanted to cook so my number three is going to be Devil May Cry 5 um Devil May Cry has been one of my favorite action series uh since I played the first one on PlayStation 2. I've played all the games. I have all the games either for PlayStation or for and or and or for PlayStation 3 and or for uh PS4. Um the what I liked what I've always liked about Devil May Cry is Whereas Ninja Gaiden, I'm talking about the 3D version, uh, your, your purpose was to eliminate your foes as quickly and efficiently as possible. Uh, Devil May Cry encouraged you to do it stylishly. You know, uh, how long can I extend this combo? Uh, what what are the tools that I have at my disposal? that will get me to that at that S rank. And I have always dug that, you know, I'm for me, for my beat em ups, I love getting into the minutia. I love getting into the meat and potatoes of how the system works and how to, how to maximize my combos, you know, if it's that type of game, you know, um, and devil may cry, devil may cry is definitely that type of game. I played the demo, uh, originally launching on the Xbox, and I, I had some, I had a few concerns, but 
since playing that, I've seen some gameplay of Dante, who is uh, uh, they're bringing back his royal guard, which was probably one of his most difficult styles to utilize uh, because it's counter based. So, uh, whatever little misgivings I had about the uh, uh, difficulty. Um, from what I've seen of at least of the Dante play, um, I ca- kind of uh, allayed those concerns. So in the, in the game is beautiful. Uh, it looks it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, the the if you watch the AMD presentation at CES so this past uh, week, uh, they were running uh, Devil May Cry Five on the. Uh, on AMD's new uh, upcoming uh, high-end GPU, and it looks it looked amazing. I mean, I'm looking at it on a, on, a, on a 1080p screen, but those frame rates were were way over 60. <laughs> so it, it it's it was looking it's looking really really good. Um, so uh, I think on regardless of what platform. Uh, you wind up getting that game. I think it's going to be it's going to be excellent. So, uh, looking forward to seeing all those different characters, seeing how differently they play, and uh, utilizing the different tools to uh, maximize my combos, which is uh, you know as stylishly as possible. So that's why DMC Five is my well, technically I guess DMC is a different series, but you know. <laughs> It's all yeah, the same. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's this? I mean, Nero's the one with the uh, swappable arms, right? Swappable. Yeah, he's got the swappable arms. Yes. Yeah, I know they're making like a big deal out of like you know here's the Mega Man armor, or so on and so forth. So I just thought that was kind of unique. Yeah, I, I it is kind of it is different. It's different the way they're bringing him bringing that in. He had a and he went in four. He had a, 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 an extendable. He had like this demon arm or whatever that he could that could grab and push enemies away, and that was how he played in that one. So in this one, the arms all have a different function depending on the arm that he gets, so, or prosthetic. I guess that's what you would call it. I'll definitely. I know you're going to enjoy this game. I'm, you know, I'm. It, I've DMC is kind of on my backlog, and it's like I feel like I want to play the prior games. I have DMC four on my PS4. I think I should probably delve into that first before I mm. think about buying DMC five. I know DM, DMC four is supposed to be pretty good, right? Yeah, I liked it. Uh, some people didn't like it because they didn't like Nero, um, but I I didn't think Nero was was. Uh, bad character at all um and i thought the game played excellently um just in my opinion so yeah i had no problems and another thing they didn't like about four was you replayed the same levels first as nero and then again as dante so a lot of people a lot of people had problems with the rehashing of environmental assets yep and understandably so um it was kind of a cheap way to extend the extend the play of the game, but I, I don't know for whatever reason it's, it's still kind of it just kind of gelled with me. So yeah, well, the gameplay is uh, good though. I mean, you can understand. Yeah. It's like you don't mind it, and especially if you play with, against if you play again with someone else who has a little slightly different move set. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? so people like that. 
Mm-hmm. And you even fought different enemies. See, there you uh, go. <clears throat> but but people were really hammering them uh, for the fact that they reused their environmental assets, uh, their background assets for for both characters. So uh, that that's why that game got kind of hammered. But uh, all right, Joe, we're coming down to number two. What you got, buddy? Number two is going to be the game we talked about earlier in the show, and that would be good old Crackdown 3 on there. And the reason why this game is so high on my list, one, that's coming out next month, and two, I just enjoyed this series. I enjoyed this series so much in the past on there. I think I got like like four agility orbs away from getting a completion in the first game. You were crazy with Uh, that. I know it was. It was something that was kind of methodical for me. But at the in the end, I was jumping around the city looking for these last like uh, five, six orbs, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of wish they did what Criterion did with Burnout Paradise, and uh, basically had some sort of tool to be able to tell you uh, by analyzing your save file as far as where the remaining items <laughs> were on the map on there but uh you know I, i'm not going to resort to a strategy guy because they don't make strategy guys anymore for crackdown three but um with all the drama with this game with the uh you know obviously the bad uh e3 demo from that last year but the year before and uh with everything that's kind of taken place i'm still curious to see what's under the hood on this bad boy you know it's like uh i know when microsoft first announced the game they brought said that they brought back uh uh, David Jones, who, who is the original developer of the first Crackdown, and also the guy that uh, created Grand Theft Auto 3 on there. And so, you know, he's part of uh, DMA Design, and they did like previous games like Lemmings. And, and, you know, if you look at the back catalog of the original team that did the first Crackdown, it is a varied amount of games that they've created and whatnot. But uh, from what I've heard as of late, he's been off the project for at least a year, year and a half. And so uh, they left it to Sumo Digital, which is the kind of the um, team that uh, goes in and helps Sega develops like the all-star racing games, the Sonic games, racing games on there. And so, um, you know, well, I'm kind of curious to see how this kind of plays out. As as long as this thing has been in the oven, I'm hoping that Microsoft makes sure that this thing, you know, sings and is basically, you know, all that in the bag of chips. But we'll have to see. It's been in development for a very long time. A long so, time. You know, the thing about Crackdown 3, too, is that um, basically because I've subscribed to Xbox Games Pass, there is no prohibitive, like, you know, do I want to spend 60 bucks on this game or not <laughs> on there? It's going to be available day one for me to be able to play. And so, um, I'm, you know, I did have a pre-order for it. I did cancel the physical copy. I don't want to collect Xbox One games, unfortunately. I mean, um, I'm going to play anything on the Xbox, and they have clearly noted that they are all about digital games and just, you know, be able to get their games available via their um, um, marketing as far as on their um, streaming service, not streaming service, their uh, game Game pass, pass, yeah, on there, so. So especially since, I don't know if they're bringing out a big old nice collector's edition, but... uh, um, still, I'm looking very much forward to digging into it. I'm hopefully play some multiplayer with you, Desmond. I'm not I'm sure if uh, 
are you going to play day one or are you going to resubscribe to Games Pass at least for I a month? I have no idea. I have gotcha. no idea what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait in all that mess until after uh, Anthem comes out. Then I'll decide gotcha. what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think Anthem comes out I think the week after Crackdown 3. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we will definitely see. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm, you know, I'm... Um, <laughs> hesitantly excited for this game um you know i'm cautiously excited we'll have to see how everything kind of plays out so okay okay so um for me my number two is going to be judgment um and the reason why I tell you, the gameplay in Fist of the North Star, I have, I mean, I've always dug the the that Sega team that for their 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 usage of of combat in the uh, Yakuza series, but in each game that they come out with, it seems they have tweaked and changed certain things to make that combat even more over the top. And if you've seen the combat in Judgment. It is just as bat crap crazy as Fist of the North Star. Exactly. The only difference being is that nobody's blowing up. The, nobody's turning into bloody chunks of ragu sauce on the floor, which is fine. Yep. But the the the, I mean, uh, this uh, 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 an attorney running down an alleyway doing this, you know, sixty foot flying jump kick into some dude's face. I mean, I, th- that that is just the stuff in in, in action games that, that I live for. So um, I'm expecting a an intriguing story, but even more so than that, I'm extracting. I'm expecting like God hand levels of redunculous combat. Exactly, and that's that's one of the reasons why I'm playing the. Um the the Yakuza games, you know, because it was really it was really after uh, the Fist of the North Star, and I saw that team, and I got to really mm-hmm. like taste their action and their fighting, and I was just like, it's like when I was playing Kwame, I was like, oh, it's okay, story's a little, yeah, you know, I'm just, it's a slow burn, you got to kind of get into it, you know, and so, but then if I know that that's the that's the 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 fighting that I that the type of fighting that I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it, you know. I just I don't know. I just it just it just was like this looks so much fun. So, but I, I agree mm. with you. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So why don't you go into your number two, my friend? So my number two uh, has to be Anthem, or, or or what I like to or, or what I like to call uh, Mass Effect Andromeda Two. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm never gonna let that go. I'm never gonna let that go. Okay. The shade. That game should cool, have been man. Mass Effect. Sorry. Like if you look at that game and you look at how you play and you look at at the just just everything about it, it looks so much like like it should have been Mass Effect. And and when you when you compare the two, like night and day, but no, not night and day, but it's like it's like it's like it's they're the same. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to it. It's a third-person game, so that's number one. I like mech suits. I like that you can augment and change your suits. I like that you can play, and I also I also like that you can have a team of four people instead of three. I don't, I don't know why, but 
just to be able to the fact that you can have four instead of three just sounds amazing to me. I don't know. So having that fourth person just sounds ah, let's do this. Ah, sounds sounds so good. And just I I again I love the mechs. The world looks fun. I love that you can do um, team moves. You know, I already know the mech. I'm, the uh, the 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 javelin I'm going to play. It's going to be the storm javelin because I love you know magicy type of characters. I'm the warlock of the group, so I just. That's that to me just sounds just seems like a fantastic um, javelin to play, you know, in the back. Let Joe run in there, you know, do his thing. Let Kevin sneak around or whatever, you know. I'll be in the back making sure everyone's okay, you know, healing Joe when he gets killed, you know, gets hurt, you know, <laughs> you know. I, that that's what I do. So I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to uh, to play the to game. Heal me. To kill you? No, to heal you. I'm excited to heal you. To heal you. No, I said heal me, yeah. Oh, yeah, excited to heal you. I'm going to kill you too, probably, but that's, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm, I, I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. So. All right. So we're now down to the, our num- the game that has our number one spots individually. So, Joe, what's your numero uno? And we were just talking about a second ago, Anthem on there. So, and I've been kind of on the media blackout for this game a little bit. <laughs> really? And, yeah, that. a little bit. I, well, it, it's just that. I'm not taking time to look into a lot of the minutiae with the game oh, yeah. on there. I've seen it. enough during E3 and uh, from the previous uh, reveals of this game that it is actually something to where I want to be able to go in blind and be able to immerse myself into. Uh, the game once it does release and uh you know i actually am debating about because i know the beta is going to be out in a couple of weeks i will be playing there, the beta but... and you, your asset better play the beta too that's all i have to say okay you got it <laughs> you got it. i already got a code for it so but uh just love the fact that uh you know um bioware um has been really it's has been their pet project on there uh, looks like they've been given more than enough time to get this thing gestated and at least out in a good state on there. And uh, just the fact that um, dealing with the mech um, style gameplay, the uh, thing about the um, as far as the jetpacks and the javelins. Oh, and the flying looks there. so much fun. Oh, the flying is great. Ugh. So. I'm, I'm really anxious to kind of dig into it, you know, and uh, it's, it's like, you know, you're uh, Christmas Eve and you keep looking into the oven like someone's baking a cake and, you know, you're waiting for it to be done. And then just, you know, this is something I think that um, is in the same vein as Destiny is something that I think I would like on there. And uh, it's something a little bit different. I mean, basically with Destiny, it's like we've been playing the same game since 2013. Uh, on there for the most part, you know, between the first game and the second game. Uh, don't so. ever do that again. Don't ever say we've played that game for since two, 2013. Don't do that. That's, that hurt me. Is <laughs> that true? <laughs> oh, I know it's true, but, but when you start putting, like, numbers on it, uh, it just hurts me. Uh, like, it hurts yeah, my body. It's been a while. Well, believe me, I, I, you know, I love Destiny to death, of course. It's probably one of the top ten of my favorite games of all time, Destiny and Destiny 2. You know, I probably lump them all together, you know, in one game. But for as far as Anthem, I mean, I could see to where this is going to take a lot of the same beads uh, as a game like Destiny, where I'm able to play single player, cooperative multiplayer on there, and to be able to enjoy, 
the game and the lore and everything that they've kind of wrapped up. The one thing that makes this for me, not to cut you off, the one thing that makes this a little bit better, in my opinion, than Destiny, aside from the third person, is the um, is the fact that you can actually. It seems like you can actually um, add more to it easily. I think the, the one of the problems with Destiny is you were stuck. You pretty much were stuck with the three classes yeah. that you had, and this one because your class is your javelin, they can add different types of javelins and stuff. And so my hope is that when they when they do add uh, more javelins, well, I, my hope is that they don't add a ton of javelins. Number one, because then it dilutes the whole thing. I'm hoping that they add augments. You know that way you can change how your uh, javelin controls, and I think that they are. Um, but that's—I don't know. It's, for some reason, it seems like it could have a little bit more life to it. You know. So. What character class are you thinking about going with right away? Me? Oh, it'll be um, it'll be the uh, the storm one, the okay. the, the the magic key one. Because I love to like fly around and shoot magic, and it's it's much more of a like a precise. You have to be more precise with it, and it's just you know, I don't know. Just it's, it just seems it just seems like a lot of fun, and you and you and you literally spend most of the time kind of hovering around and flying. And I'm just like, yep, I'm just gonna hover here and just you know watch the watch everyone do their things and stay in the background and be like, yep, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm debating between. Uh running the Interceptor or the Ranger all to see. I thought about maybe the Colossus because now it's more of a tank. That's more um, speed. I totally uh, thought that's what you were going to play. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to actually give each character class maybe a shot, maybe hopefully with the demo <laughs> to be able to... Well, that's the thing. Kind of- you know, you got to really use the demo to do that because it sounds like, and I don't know if this is spoiling for you, but it sounds like what you have to do is once you play the game, uh, you get a token and, and that's the, that is the... Um, the javelin that you're going to have for a while. So you kind of, gotcha. so you kind of want, you're kind of locked into it for a while before you can get another javelin. So you kind of, you kind of got to pick a little bit, you know, um, and decide what you want to do. Yep. So definitely okay. looking forward to it. You know, that my Galona dark steel book. So <laughs> you're out of control. <laughs> you're getting it too. That's for you. It's a pre-order of Best Buy. Talk about, so. We're talking about you now, buddy. Talk about you. <laughs> I know, I know. Talk about you and your craziness, not me. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, brother, what's your number one? My number one uh, is The Outer World. I am a huge, huge, huge Obsidian fan. Um, I've played tons of their games. I am super excited for it, even though it's a first-person game. I am I'm I'm here for it. I I have supported those that that I have supported them for such a long time that I'm just super like in love with them. So I am just here for I'm like I'm like yes, you want me to play this game for you? I will. Um I don't know, it just looks it looks fun. It looks like a fun little um I don't know, it's like cuz this is the last game that they're doing by themselves before they 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 succumb to whatever Microsoft is going to do to them, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, it. Yeah. So, I mean, I shouldn't say it like that, but 
but you know that's well, they're, kind they're of... going to get all the money that they ever want to create games for the Xbox One and uh, I mean, for just, Windows well, PC. Come on. Well, I know that I'm going to be playing my Xbox One if they're making games, and I just I, I look at that like I've played. You know, Alpha Protocol was one of the best games you know ever, and then I played. Um, you know, I played uh, Knights of the Republic Two. I've played all of their games, and I'm just super like excited like to play their games and it's a sci-fi game it just looks it looks so much fun i'm just i'm just here for it and i'm just like let's do this you know let's are let's you more excited well i guess because it's your number one are you more excited for that than you are cyberpunk um that's a good question kev like I, that's that's a hard question for me. I was initially saddened because Cyberpunk was a four. Sorry, was a was was a um, a um, first uh, person a first person shooter. But at this point, I'm like, okay, you know, let's let's do let's do it. Let's let's see what we got. And I'm probably going to end up, you know, playing both of them. Like, I need to get over my my pseudo hatred for first person games and just kind of. Accept it for accept them for what they are, and then just kind of play it. Um, and so, the Outer Worlds is going to be sort of my my my, my kind of that's my trial. You know, it's like I'm going to play that game. I'm going to see how it goes um, because I played Borderlands for pretty extent, extensively, extensively, and that's a pretty like uh, I mean it's a first person heavy game, um, and I played it pretty well, and I, and I got pretty pretty good at it. So so we'll see, um, but I don't think. Um, like, I don't think um, Cyberpunk 2020 is coming out this year. I think it's coming out next year because, come on, it's 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 based on the RPG Cyberpunk 2020. So, of course, it's probably going to come out <laughs> on, in 2020. So, I mean, that seemed to be like a no-brainer. But, but, um, but yeah, I am I'm more excited for this game most mostly because it's 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 from you know from them. And I and I trust them. Like I'm sad that there's no romantic options, but that's fine. You know, I, I think, you know, in our in in a company's, um, in a company's, uh, what is the word? Um, in their when they strive to make a game as realistic as possible, sometimes things just can't be realistic. And I think you know, love affairs and games, while they do you know happen in real life. You know, I don't think it's necessary to 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 um to grasp that aspect of of uh of reality. I don't think you need to have that. Uh, so so while people are upset about that because I think it 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 lessens the 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 role playing aspect of it, I'm fine with it not being there. So um but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. Um there's a and of course, which is weird. There's a huge like custom. You can customize your character, male or female. You can see your you can see your character in the um, in the status screen in the inventory when you're doing our stuff. You know, but it is a first person you know game. But I'm just really I don't know. Just everything that I've seen in the game looks fun. It, it just looks like a fun you know game. You know, it looks like oh, and people are saying that it's the it's the successor to. Um, to Fallout New Vegas, and I'm just like, well, you know, I played out of all of the out of all of the Fallout games. Fallout New Vegas was my favorite, anyway. I almost like I I got further on that Fallout game than any of the other games. So that says something. So I'm yeah super mm-hmm. excited for it, and I'm like I'm I'm, I'm uh, that's a that is a um, 
I know you're not supposed to pre-order stuff because that's like the thing. Don't give them your money. But you know, I'm I'm gonna pre-order that game. That that's a that is a even though they're 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 bought by Microsoft, that's still a game that 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 from for me, like I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them my money. So mm-hmm. okay, yeah. all right. Well, my number one is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and this was another one. Uh, I had to make some adjustments. My original choice was Ghost of Tsushima, but mm-hmm. since Ghost doesn't have a a hard release date yet, I really couldn't uh, put that title uh, on my top five list. But Sekiro, I mean, from the first from the from the 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 first time I saw the release trailer, uh, I was hoping because I. I've been jonesing for a Ninja Gaiden style. When I say style, that's probably not the wrong word. But Ninja Gaiden difficulty action game. Ooh. You know, where I'm not, you know, where unlike Souls, where you got to worry about your, you know, how much energy you put out and your, you know, recoup your 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 stamina and all that. I just want a game that is just going to test my my reflexes, test my strategy for approaching multiple opponents. You know, this in a similar fashion to what the uh, 3D Ninja Gaiden games did. And by all accounts, it looks like Sekiro is going to do that like big time. Um, there is a death mechanic uh, uh, where if your character dies, he can come back, utilize some type of uh, stealth uh, attack technique on enemies. And uh, the, while they haven't been forthcoming as to fully explaining how that's going to uh, – how you're going to fully utilize that in the gameplay, they're kind of holding that, that, that card kind of close to the chest. Uh, the director has in, in one of the interviews that I have read says that it is not going to make this game easy. You're, you're only going to be able to use that a certain number of times, and you have to be careful how you utilize it and when you utilize it. Uh, I guess there are some enemies where um, that technique is going to be somewhat uh, crucial to defeating. And that has me really interested. So um, I've seen some of the some of the mid, I've seen a mid boss battle, and it it just was just like technique, technique, technique. You know that prosthetic arm is used to traverse the landscape, but you can also have different uh, augment to it to uh, give give uh, your character uh, slightly some different move sets. So if you're dealing with an enemy that's got a hard, you know, carrying a shield of some sort, there's a a big hatchet that you can have that you know to you know break through shield uh, to cause shield crushes. I mean, I'm I'm so looking forward <laughs> to this game uh, with uh, Ghost of Tsushima not having a firm uh, release date. Um, you know, you give me a game action game with a sword, I'm I'm there all day, every day. Are so, you getting um, uh, real quick? Are you getting um, shades of like I'm getting kind of shades of Tenshu? Would well, you, you know, it's interest. It's interesting. I read an uh, an interview that the that uh, I think it was the director or one of the key 
key key personnel uh, on this game. Didn't they work on that? Originally, game? it was supposed to be a Tenchu game, you know, and it's like early, 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 early stages. But they were concerned about uh, how bringing Tenchu back. There, there was some concern about because uh, they wanted to make it. Uh, there was some a concern that they wanted to make it a new IP. They wanted to do something different, and they thought that if they named it Tenchu, it would bring some some not baggage, but some some expectations because this they definitely wanted to do something di- different. And for people who are big fans of Tenchu, Tenchu is all about stealth. You know, all about utilizing your ninja tools to split groups of people up, you know, divert attention so you can so get to your target, out. take them out. Yeah, I put the hell out of Tenchu. That's why I was like, yeah. you know, but weren't they, Joe, you could probably speak to this. Weren't they the same? Weren't they part of the team that did Tenchu? Uh, yeah, what uh, happened is that uh, they were the team that did Tenchu. Uh, basically, then Activision gave it to another uh, company, Acquire, which eventually wound up uh, getting the license for the game. And so they were the ones that released the last couple Tenchu games that came out for Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and also for PlayStation 2 on there. So, and so I'm pretty sure they probably could get the license back. But Acquire is the same team that brought out the Way of the Samurai series as well. So. Kind of in the same vein, but a little bit more of a story base and a little bit more of a sarcastic type of game. If you guys are familiar with Way of the Samurai, I played them. I am. Yes, I enjoyed them. Uh-huh. You know, getting all those different sto- swords and opening up those different styles was oh, yeah. really fun. I want. Yeah, I, I want them to come back. <laughs> Uh, actually, they brought Way of the Samurai uh, 4 out for Steam not too um, oh. a couple of years ago. So it's actually available on PC. So, so just in case you want to play it on the super the greatest <laughs> frame rate and better than PlayStation 3 version. So. so, yeah. So, yeah, that is why Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is my number one. And uh, that will conclude our most anticipated 29 games of 2019 deliberations for this episode. Um, any, su- any surprises you guys think of as far as what wasn't on any of our lists on that? I mean, uh, I know a Kingdom Hearts 3 no. is not on there. I have no desire to play that game. <laughs> I, 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 I've never was a fan of that series. No disrespect to anyone who who that series is like, oh my god, it's amazing. Like, nope. I'm <laughs> Like I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, one game I forgot about too is because it was just barely announced like a little while ago is Babylon's Fall, which is from uh, Platinum on there. See, uh, I had thought like, about that too because it was Platinum, but again, it was just kind of like. Meh. The only thing we've seen is that one trailer, so yep. it's just like, eh, you know. Yeah, but um, I I still I'm still going to get Kingdom Hearts three at some oh, point. Really? But I have to be honest, uh, everything that I've read says that you have to understand what's happened in the prior main Mm. games. And it's been so long since I played. I played the first one. I think I finished the second one, but I haven't played any of the other. No, I never finished the second one. And I didn't play any of the side story stuff, the birth by sleep and all that other stuff. And you kind of have to know a little bit about what's going on there. And my idea, I have no idea if I'll actually go through, follow through with it or not, is to play 
Kingdom Hearts, at least Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and finish them before I go into 3. And those are long games. <laughs> so, I heard they were pretty long. Yeah, so I really don't know how realistic that is. So Kingdom Hearts will probably not be a day one get uh, because I want I'm, I'm going to get the collector's edition that uh, that that compilation disc that has the first two. And I think it's got a couple of other games on there. I think. No, you can borrow uh, from me, bro. You know, no so like three does it has it has it has like three on them, right? It has all the games, like the PSP game, uh, the th- um, new version of the 3DS game mm-hmm. on there. So pretty much it has all the portable uh, Birth by Sleep. And uh, I, I forget all the subtitles with those games, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. many. It's oh. kind of redonkulous. So. Yeah. So I want to play those in order before I get to three. Um so I, I, you know, that's going to be somewhat, that's going to be a somewhat daunting task. So that's why, uh, that's a big reason why Kingdom Hearts didn't wind up on my on my list because the, the gameplay, um, you know, that really, that really just, I, I'm digging what I've what I've seen thus far of the gameplay. Yeah, so, but Some it's going to games- have to be on the back burner for a while. Yeah. Some of the games on the 2019 list, I just I can't really bring forth any sort of enthusiasm for just for the fact that we've seen so little of certain games like Gears 5 and, you know, even Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 that's coming out for the Switch. I mean, it's the only thing we saw was the little trailer at the Game Awards. So it's like, you know, I, I don't have a lot to base like uh, it being in my top five or even on a list, you know, because I've only seen like a movie trailer of a game, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's the only thing. Yeah, I still haven't finished Gears Four uh, campaign. Uh, I mean, that's really the only the, the reason I, I'm interested in in Gears at all is is because the campaign. I don't play the multiplayer at all. But Five looks, you know, from what little we saw at E3, um, I it looks like they're trying to they're changing some things up at least in the combat. I mean, you see. Uh, uh, the 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 woman using utilizing some type some type of melee weapon, uh, killing like the the little little uh, grublings, <laughs> whatever you call them things. So, if they're trying to change up, you know, trying to trying to bring some variety to the combat, I, that's always a good thing. Um, but like, yeah, I, I'm 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 doing the slow the slow jog through gears four and i think the reason why i'm doing the the slow jog i'm just not really digging this new team that they've got i i don't i don't care for any of them um the 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 gal is probably the least annoying of the group but you know dax and whatever all them all these you know single syllable names that these meatheads have i'm not i'm not digging any of them really you know uh they're not as for whatever reason they're not as interesting as the original crew so you know i don't know it it is what it is so hopefully five can bring some bring some spunk back to that uh uh to that team some character 
that the that the original squad had. So we'll definitely see about that. But uh, alrighty then. So we thank you for joining us for our 2019 deliberation. Uh, contact. You can reach us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, if you'd like to even be a guest on the show, uh, you will want to send us, shoot us an email to that address. Um, I can be reached on Twitter at shownuff 71 I am also shownuff 7 S-H-O-N-U-F-F. The number seven on PlayStation Network. I am Shonuf071, uh, same spelling with 071 on Xbox Live. And I am Shonuf71 on Steam as well. Um, I'm also Shonuf71 on uh, Nintendo, on the Nintendo Network, even though I don't have an online, I haven't activated my online thing yet. Um, I'll probably wind up doing that sometime next week uh, since my little nephew is like all all up in that uh, Smash Brothers. So <laughs> probably get him, be able to get in and, and play with him. But uh, uh, Dez, where can the folks get in contact with you? Well, you can definitely check me out uh, at uh, Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's the, the, the number six at the end. Uh, my PSN and Xbox Live is uh, Nemo Tigger. It's N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And Steam, I am the Nemo Six. Also, wanted wanted to say thank you again to uh, Jason uh, Surging Fire for coming in and and actually uh, sending us a response. We really love it when folks send us uh, send us their thoughts about the show. Uh, let us know what you're thinking about what we talk about, uh, and and also tell us what games you're you're into, what you are anticipating, like you're the, the games that you want to play as well. Like, let us know. Like we love hearing from everybody. We love talking about. Uh, we love talking about this stuff. That's why we have a podcast about it. So, so definitely, you know, come in, talk to us, let us know what you're thinking as well. All right, and Joe, where can the folks get in contact with you? Okay, on Twitter, I'm Joe Fongul, J O E F O N G U L. Uh, on PSN, Nintendo Network, and also on Steam, I'm Kamunagara, uh, capital K A M. U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And on Xbox Live, you can find me if I'm on uh, under Mr. Fungal on there. So capital M-R, capital F-O-N-G-U-L on there. So um, you know, hit me up, especially if it's a different platform. Um, you know, I want to break away from my familiars and then, and, you know, be able to, you know, see how things are on the other side of the fence, quote unquote, on there. So I just Tread activated my next... waters, such as, uh, so to speak. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. I just activated my Nintendo online account yesterday, actually. So, oh, so cool. got a $5 off coupon, got it for 15 bucks. So, so. that sounds yeah, like something year, you right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think because I had a, a coupon that was only expiring in the next couple of days from the Humble Store, that uh, I wound up just saying, "Okay, I'm going to get this online." Especially since uh, they have da- data mined the emulators and found out that they have SNES games coming out at some point. So, cool, Ooh. cool. All yeah. right. So, folks, thank you for joining joining us for on this episode and uh, first first episode of 2019. And we thank you for joining us. Um, I am Shonuff71. He is Dez, the Bay Area Terror. 
And that is Joe, a.k.a. Trader Joe, the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. Uh And we will be back next time. Peace. Let me stop recording.